Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Well, today's another special day for us on Employment Matters. It's Tuesday, and for us, that's Travel Tuesday, where each week we get the chance to dial in our members from around the world who share with us some of the important things we need to know about doing business in their jurisdiction. Today, we're going to be learning more about doing business in Bolivia, and I'm pleased to welcome to the show our friend Rene Clowry, a partner at Moreno Valdivieso in Bolivia. Rene, how are you today? Hello, Pete, and thanks to you and the LA team for giving me the opportunity to share this time with you. I am more than happy to introduce to the audience my country, Bolivia. Wonderful. Well, it's a beautiful country, kind of far up in the stratosphere. I think we're almost three miles in the air when you land in La Paz. But let's give our audience just a general overview of your jurisdiction. Maybe cover the economy, the population, some of the government structure, some of those issues, if you would, Renee. Perfect. The plurinational state of Bolivia is located in the heart of South America, bordering with Brazil to the north and east, Argentina to the south, Paraguay to the southeast, and Peru and Chile to the west. Bolivia has neighbors all around. Bolivian territory is huge in relation to its population. It has an area of more than 1 million square kilometers for its 10 to 11 million population. Bolivia is divided in nine departments. Its capital is Sucre. Nonetheless, its seat of government and financial system is located in La Paz. In regards to its political structure, Bolivia is a constitutional unitary state and at the national level, the government is comprised by four independent government bodies, executive composed by the president and its ministries, legislative, which is set by the deputies' camera and senators' camera, the judicial body, and the electoral body. Additionally, Bolivia is a decentralized and with autonomous country, which means that besides the president, each department and municipality has its own government and legislative jurisdiction in certain matters. In the economic field, for the last 14 years, Bolivia has experienced a continuous growth of the GDP of 4 to 5% on average. For 2022, international financial institutions have estimated that the GDP will grow 3%. A sign of the economic stability of Bolivia is its fixed exchange rate of the local currency in respect of the US dollar. This exchange rate has not changed in a cent during the last 12 years. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, let's talk about some of the industries when we were there. I I know it's an, an interesting country, interesting landscape, but what are some of the key industries that drive the Bolivian economy? Bolivia is rich in natural resources. Its major industries are mining and hydrocarbons, mainly natural gas. When Simón Bolívar arrived in Potosí, the main mining region of Bolivia, he delivered one of his shortest but most profound speeches. When looking at Cerro Rico, the richest mining mountain of the colony times in Potosí, he said, wonder of the world, envy of the universe. But aside from mining and natural gas, the software industry is one is on the rise in Bolivia, as well as tourism due to its fantastic landscapes mainly at the Uyuni Salt Flats in Potosí or Lake Titicaca in La Paz. Yeah, you know, I, I drove by Lake Titicaca when I, was, uh, when I was there the last time, and what a spectacular view from there. Unbelievable. So let's talk about employing people in Bolivia. You know, we've got a lot of our listeners that 
are in other countries, they want to employ locally, they want to open up an operation there. Give us a sense of what the key structural issues are when employing locally in Bolivia. Sure. In general, labor and employment regulations in Bolivia are protective of the employees. Bolivian law provides for a standard social and labor benefits similar to those enforced in the Latin American region. Labor rights and social benefits are not subject to waiver or settlement. At present, one of the major concerns in the mind of employers is our rigid labor stability system. Labor relationships can only be terminated upon demonstration of a justified cause. Since 2006, Bolivian government instituted mandatory reincorporation of employees in case they are dismissed without legal cause. Despite the fact that the measure has been controversial, it is common in most jurisdictions in the world and its application is now commonly enforced by the Ministry of Labor. In practice, labor stability means that the termination of labor relationships is more expensive. The employee and the employer must negotiate the price. Finally, Unions are active and strong in the political field of Bolivia. Its traditional role has helped to build and achieve goals in favor of the employees. During the pandemics, unions played a positive key role in most cases. So let's talk about that general business climate. And, you know, when we speak to our members around the world, some lean more pro-business, some lean more pro-employee. So in your opinion, where does Bolivia stand on that scale? Pro-business, pro-employee? From a broad and general perspective, the general business climate could be considered as balanced, with a bias in favor of employees. Employers must be aware that on May 1st every year, when celebrating the Labor Day instituted to commemorate the high-market Chicago Revolution in 1886, the government dictates certain supreme decrees in favor of employees. In particular, mandatory salary increases are imposed depending on the variation of the cost of living and indicators related to the growth of our economy. So let's talk about some of the cross-border business opportunities. You mentioned Argentina, Paraguay, other countries that are neighboring, and then I'm, I'm assuming you get some import opportunities of people moving in from the U.S. or Europe or Asia. So what are the prospects for that? And let's talk about immigration. Is it easy or difficult to come into Bolivia? Give us a sense of that, if you would, Renee. Bolivia offers significant prospects for cross-border business opportunities in the region. For instance, foreigners from the Andean Commonwealth of Nations can work in Bolivia complying with simplified and easy programs and visas especially designed for expats. Nationals from other countries that do not belong to the Andean Commonwealth of Nations must obtain a special working visas complying with the standard requisites. Employers that operate in the mining and natural gas industries usually enter into labor and civil relationships with foreign employees to maintain and expand their operations in Bolivia. In relation to foreigners, employment restrictions are applicable. The general labor law of Bolivia provides that the number of foreign employees in a Bolivian company cannot exceed 15% of the total number of workers and the funds used to pay salaries to foreign workers cannot exceed 15% of the general payroll. Notwithstanding this, on an exceptional basis, a company may request authorization from the Minister of Labor to be exempted from complying with the provided percentages if proven that the required specialized workers cannot be found in Bolivia. During the last decade, the most prominent software development companies have landed in Bolivia. Bolivia has highly skilled engineers that develop software for the world. 
in exchange of reasonable salaries. Just to give you a general idea, Pete, the minimum wage in Bolivia is around $300. So it's a beautiful country. Labor is affordable down there. If you're an expat, you can travel down there and get some work as long as you meet those compliances. The government sounds like it's balanced and it's a beautiful place. So as usual, Renee, it's always great to talk to you and thank you for sharing all the information you did about Bolivia today with our listeners. Thanks again for this opportunity, Pete. You will always be welcome to Bolivia. Thanks so much. If you'd like to connect with Renee, you can find his bio by clicking on his name in the description of this podcast. Or visit our website, ela.law. Go to the big Find a Lawyer widget in the center of the page, and you can find Bolivia there and connect with Renee directly. Also visit the website if you'd like to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content from the online library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks so much for listening.